Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I want to keep moving faster. No matter what people say. Create my own disaster. Saturday mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And now, guess what? You guys can hear us on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and here at Blog Talk Radio. So please subscribe, leave comments, rate. We love it all. Well, this morning, I am speaking with someone who's across the pond, as they might say, um, <laughs> all the way in London. Uh, she is, um, I don't know, wow, she's like super uber talented, like in so many areas, right? Um, she's had four albums. She's into rock. She's into jazz. Um, she's in the Swedish hip hop. <laughs> um, you know, she was, uh, had her own radio show. Actually, she has two, and she blessed me to be on mine. Um, she was on MTV. So many things we can talk about. But this morning, I'm speaking with China Moses. Good morning, China. Good morning, jo- Joy. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much. I know you're a busy woman. You got two shows and so many other things you're doing. Thank you for taking the time to come uh, on my show. Oh, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor that you would want me on your show. And I don't. I do not take the invitation lightly. <laughs> Thank you. Gratitude. Well, let me tell the audience, that was running from um, your latest album, Night and Tales. Yeah. Now, it's not Nighting, but Night and Tales. Where does the title come from? Um, it's basically uh, the album was composed in five days in Paris um, with Anthony Marshall, who is an English uh, producer of Jamaican origin, and uh, we made it at night, and um, I'm a storyteller, and I am a... Oiseau de nuit, as they say in French. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a night person. And uh, so they're tales of the night, night and tales. Just as simple as that. Now, you write, you sing, and you sing in different languages. How many languages do you sing in? Oh, only French and English. Oh, only <laughs> French enough. and English. Oh, she says I only French and English. Okay. Well, I, I, grew up, I grew up in France. I grew up in Paris, so it's normalized. I'm, I'm fluent in French. Um, I can sing in German, but it's kind of hard. There's other singers that do soul music in German much better than I could. Now, you were also a young leader of the French-American Foundation. 
What does that entail? What does that mean? Um, the French American Foundation is an um, exchange program that has existed for over 50 years, um, and they select every year uh, a group of people under 40 from France and from the United States, and they have us meet, and I had the luck of uh, visiting Atlanta and meeting the mayor at the time and uh, and hanging out with this wonderful councilman um, and just um, discovering people that I would never, never meet, like uh, somebody who, you know, top-rated uh, person at the NSA to a fighter pilot to brain surgeons to uh, dancers to it was just a it's just a really a cultural exchange and it's really gorgeous because it creates a a network of individuals that probably wouldn't have ever met mm-hmm. and and uh, you get to discuss you know the differences and the small similarities in between France and the United States a lot of uh, a lot of politicians go through the program. Um, they opened up, started opening up to artists about maybe like 10 years ago. And um, it's, it, it's, it's absolutely wonderful to sit and exchange and talk and be from different worlds and uh, get to know each other as humans and uh, create this little invisible network of, of, of thinkers. We need thinkers, you know. You need to exchange with people who have had totally different Life from from than you. I'm thinking of this um, wonderful journalist named uh, uh, Cindy Car uh, Caracamo, who works for the Los Angeles Times, and she specialized in uh, immigration, um, the subject of immigration, and and uh, you know, and right across from her, there's somebody from the right wing and you know, right wing party in France, and they're having an open discussion about things and coming to conclusions and agreements that you don't often hear, you know, on the news mm-hmm. or in And so I think programs like that are necessary, important. Um, and I mean, they're lovely to attend. I mean, I was um, uh, this wonderful journalist and also advisor to the Obama administration, Leah Bazaar. She recommended me. And uh and it was the first time I had to apply to anything. I dropped out of high school, so I I've never done an application in my life. And <laughs> okay. It was really really interesting to write a letter of motivation for that. But um, uh, you know, and you get to read everybody's letter of motivations after it. It was just brilliant. It sounds it really cool. Absolutely, it was really really cool. It was, was it great. Was great. So, well, um, let me um, let me play some more of your music. This is oh, uh, I'm gonna play okay. um, disconnected um, oh, wow. uh, from from your album Night and Tales. Hold on. Um, you are from royalty, so to speak. Your mm-hmm. mother is a singer. 
Um, yeah. And uh, I heard there was this story about how um, your mother was taken as a baby to Dinah Washington. Yeah. Talk about that. What is that about? Well, I'm a third-generation musician. My mom, Dee Dee Bridgewater, is an, an incredible, incredible uh, vocal icon and actress, and she's won Tony Awards and Lawrence Olivia Awards and Grammys, and my father was a film director. Um, he did a lot of theater. Uh, Ain't Supposed to Die a Natural Death and uh, Willie Dynamite, this should say Pittsburgh. I come from a very artistic family, and uh, my grandfather, so my, my maternal grandfather, um, he is a trumpeter, and he actually played in Dinah Washington's band. My mom was a baby, and Dinah Washington held my mom and said to my grandfather, you know, she's going to be trouble. <laughs> and she gonna be, she's gonna be a singer. She's gonna be trouble. And uh, I guess Donna Washington was right. And uh, then oh. later, yeah, later on, I did a tribute to Dinah Washington. This one's for Dinah that came out on Blue Knit Records in uh, 2009. And I actually owe my touring career thanks to one song, one original tune that I wrote on that album called Dinah's Blues. Mm. Yeah. But now you started even earlier. I mean, um, I'm I'm reading somewhere in my research. Yeah. You were 16 and went up to um, uh, Giles Peterson and was like, "Sign me." Is, is yeah. that a true story? Oh, it's definitely a true story. And I, I we laugh about it still to this day. I'm lucky to to have kept in touch with Giles Peterson. He's an, an awesome sound searcher. Um, and uh, he had this label, Talking Loud, and uh, it was the label that was, uh, it was just pushing out all of this great soul music from the, from the UK, from London. And there was this band called the Young Disciples led by Carling Anderson, who is a vocalist you definitely need to look up. She is the daughter of Vicki Anderson, um, who sung with James Brown. And she, uh, I was just a fan. And so I walked up to Giles, I got introduced to him and I told him, you better sign me. You're going to regret it. And he just laughed. <laughs> I was so audacious. You know, we're audacious when we're teenagers. I still have that. I still have that fire in me, but let's just say it's a little bit more poised and elegant now. But, uh, yeah, he didn't sign me, but we became friends. And uh, I even, um, for my mom's 70th birthday, which was May 27th, he did a two-hour mix of songs uh, that my mom participated on or sang or wrote. And I did a two-hour mix also for his Worldwide FM radio show, a radio station. So that was kind of cool. I mean, you know, you gotta, you just gotta say things. You know, that is so not- awesome. When our parents <laughs> turned like seventy, my mom turned seventy last year. Oh. And you know, it's like amazing when I look at her because you know, when you're younger, you're thinking like seventy is like the the, the king and the, you know, I don't know this this picture. Is she of in good health? She's in very good health. Knock on wood. Oh, she, nobody believes she's seventy. And yeah, same I mean, you look at her. Exactly. Same with your mom. Your mom is yeah. beautiful. You know, oh, she's and vibrant. Beautiful, and vibrant, and banged, and fierce, and she can dress her ass off, and she's just. <laughs> she's. I mean, the during the lockdown, we were having a lot of conversations in my family, and and my mom said probably one of the most beautiful things that a parent probably can say to their child is that. If you weren't my child, I would like you. I would hang out with you. Okay. You know, you yeah. my friend. If you weren't my child, I would still connect with you. And 
And I think that's all we can hope as children and as parents in that in our relationships that it evolves to a point where you're like, I like my parents. I like my mom. Yeah. And she's cool. Like, I like her as a human. Like, yeah. You know, besides the fact that she brought me into the world and, you know, and, 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 chose, and, cho- and chose to have me. Um, yeah, she's cool. Now, <laughs> you know, as children and parents, we have an interesting relationship. I heard you stole the tape, a Prince tape, from your mom. Uh, what's that about? Oh, I've stolen many things from my mom. Goodness, <laughs> you've done some research. Um, I stole my mom's Prince tape um, uh, with Darling Nikki on it, and I was obsessed with the song. I think it was about ten. It was her. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was Prince tape and a Jeffrey Osborne album. Oh, and, Jeffrey uh, Okay. Yeah, I love me some Jeffrey Osborne, and. Um, my mom was looking for it, and then she heard me blasting and singing along to Darling Nikki when I was 10, <laughs> when she came home from a gig one night, and she was just like, girl, she's like, you need to give this back to me. You, you're too young for this. But then at the same time, my father had to take me to see Purple Rain um, because I was obsessed with Prince. But, like, you know, he was everything. Yeah. Uh, as always been everything to me. You know, he's, he's probably, probably one of the most gorgeous human beings. And, you know, musically and, and lyrically and, and just talent, I mean, goodness, he, he's been my role model along with, you know, people like Natalie Cole, um, Dinah Washington, people who just never, you know, stayed in the quote-unquote box that, mm-hmm. you know, the critics yeah. and the industry put them in. Prince now is you so talked bad. About, you talked about Dinah Washington. Let me play um, Crazy Blues, kind of give the audience – yeah. yeah. You know? Okay, hold on. So I took my head and I laid it across the track. I Everything is just the blues, you know? Mm. 
everything is just the blues. That's where it all comes from. That's where it all comes from. When I was younger, I was um, I was in a theater troupe, and I went to Poland. And, um, you know, when, like you said, you're younger, you do all kinds of stuff. You just have no bounds. And I did, I wrote this blues song uh, about a bumblebee and all this stuff. And people were like, what are you doing? And I was like, why not? Like, why the heck not? Like, you can just do, yeah. if you have the capability or, you know, the op- opportunity, like, just take advantage of it because you don't know when you're going to cross this area again, you know? Yeah. So um, I, I wrote a blues song. So I feel you about the blues. So yeah. Yeah, let's go back to Anthony, though. So your relationship yeah. with Anthony, um, you My wrote um, Half a Good Lovin'. And yeah. what other things have you worked on with him? Well, that's how we met. We met for Good Lovin', that, which is my third album, and then met up again for Night and Tales, which was my sixth album. And um, Anthony Marshall, what's wonderful about him, he was part of a, a really big uh, production team duo in uh, the UK uh, called The Ignorance, and they did a lot of remixes, a lot of producing. He produced um, uh, a UK singer named Craig David's uh, What's Your Flavor album and some of his new stuff, Um, and uh, he's just one of those talented cats, you know, who can play whatever instrument he lays his hands on. He can sing you into the grave, Um, (laughs) but he... uh, He's normally in that pop world. You know, he's worked with, like, Nelly Furtado and stuff. You know, he's really into, like, this whole pop world. And But he comes from a jazz background. He's a drummer. And I called him up one day, and I was like, listen, you want to do a jazz album? After we did, like, this pop R&B record. And he was like, yeah. And he came <laughs> over to my house in Paris, and we made Night and Tales, which is, for me, uh, I, I, I wanted to keep the sound of the jazz trio but the album is is black american music it goes from you know soul to funk to jazz ballads and um it's it's in blues it's pretty pretty wide rhythmically and i wanted to showcase all those different aspects and for every song to be like a little you know snippet of a of a movie that happens in my mind there's a lot of things going on in my mind thank goodness <laughs> To music to let me, you know, express it. I'm I'm very blessed in that sense. No, I could hear that. I mean, I was listening to the album, uh, listening mm. to some of your other stuff, um, mm. and it does. It reminded me of a film, maybe like a, a film, a score, because of the different types of music that are in there. But that is the beauty of it, also, that you have that ability to go between those different genres, so to speak, and yeah. and still come out on top. You know what I mean? Everybody can't do that. Some people are stuck in one lane, and they can only sing that type of music if they don't get the right song and their voice. Doesn't yeah, sound good. yeah. You know, I always hear that. You got to pick the right song. You got to pick the right song. But you know, you're able to do all types of things. Um, now, you have a love of voice. Yeah. yeah, the voice is an instrument. You know. I, I'm no different than a trumpet player or a saxophonist or a violinist or a guitar player. I mean, it's an instrument. So I love rock because rock is, you know, rock is from the blues, you know. it's uh, This week on my French radio show, I'm doing a special on Little Richard. And, um, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not actually a jump to sing a, a hardcore rock and roll, dirty, slow blues, and to sing metal. It's not different. It's mm. the same energy. It's just the music is can be a little bit more louder, and there's a little bit more guitars and, you know, and saturation and distortion. You know, that's it. Right, right. <laughs> 
So but, how uh, do you yeah, maintain uh, your voice? You talk about it as an instrument, you know, with, with people who play drums and play the saxophone and violin, they practice and practice and practice. Yeah. What do you what do you do to maintain your voice? I sleep a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. I sleep a lot. Um the, the the voice is one of the only instruments that really depends on the health of your body. So um you have to sleep. That's the main thing. And then, you know, try to be good to it. I'm bad to it. Sometimes I'm good. You know, try now, to do be you, gentle. Um, do you do, I've heard people say they don't want to talk maybe before a show. Do you do something like that? Like you don't talk for the first hour with people? Just no. So you say, no, you don't no, do that? I, okay. I mean, unless, that. Unless, unless, I, unless I'm having vocal troubles, unless my vo- voice is not in shape, yeah, I shut up. But then most of the time I'm a talkative person, so I'm talking all the time. <laughs> It warms up your voice. Now, what's your other show about? And where you have the one you said you're doing, Little Richard. What's your other show? Um, so the show in France is on the national station called TSF Jazz. I've been doing the show uh, once a week for six years now, and it's a show about voices. Um, so I just take an artist, and I go through their repertoire, and I try to find songs that are linked to their history or by their influences or people that they worked with. And I pick 11 songs uh, every week. And that keeps me, you know, learning about music. Uh, It's a beautiful thing to be able to sit and just listen to music and then share your findings. Um, The other show I do is on a national uh, UK station called uh, Jazz FM, which is actually the largest um, English-speaking jazz station and uh, and um, it's a night weekly. It's a daily show, Thursdays to well Mondays to Thursdays, 10 p.m. to midnight. And um, I just play whatever I want, basically. Okay. You know, a, a little bit of alternative R&B, future soul, classic jazz, blues, funk, wh- whatever I feel can bring a, a good vibe of relaxing. You know, when you're on 10 p.m. to midnight. You kind of want to make sure that you're accompanying people who have had maybe a rough day, a shitty day, you know, just or a great day, you know, just to take people to bed, kind mm-hmm. of in a, in a in a kind way. So I'm I'm lucky that the station, uh, the the music head of the station, Christian Bragg, he trusts me. I have a Spotify playlist with a, about a 200 songs on him that he picks from, and then he adds things, and you know, just trying to stay connected with people. See what's out there, new and old. Well, you talked about Breaking Point. We have a lot of stuff going on, and you, and you have a song called Breaking Point. But yeah. I found an interesting mix uh, of it. I'm, I'm going to play it now. People might be surprised. Okay. <laughs> Breaking Point by two French DJs. 
ATN and Young Pulse. And uh, yeah, they they dropped that a couple of months ago, and uh, it's actually the first time that people have reached out to me and wanted to remix music of mine. And uh, it's opened up a whole new door. I have, you know, I've, I'm connected now to, to house producers and DJs, and maybe I'll be doing some more of that stuff later on in my life. I, I've always loved house music. Dance music is, is, is something that moves my soul, and since I don't enjoy going to clubs much anymore, uh, to get up in the morning, I'll put on a good house mix. Well, yeah. let me ask you this. Um, mm. How's it with the breaking point? We've had COVID going on. Yeah. Um, we have a lot, a lot of, of racial unrest everywhere. How is yeah. it over there? Tell us, tell the American audience what's going on over there and how people over there are dealing with COVID and, and this racial unrest. Well, in the UK, uh, there are certain cities that are locked down, some that are not. They're doing like this three-tier thing that I don't think is really working. But hey, you know what? I guess governments are trying to do what they can. Um, people are, you know, fighting to, to you know, to, to keep the economies going, you know. We're built on capitalism. There's nothing that we can change about that. Um, about all the uh, the, the the Black Lives Matter movement resonated really really hard here in the UK. Um, we're we're ending. This is the last day of Black History Month actually in the UK, um, and uh, it's been beautiful to to see this actual change really happening. And um, you know, revolutions are never calm. They're never they're they're never gentle. They're never easy uh, to deal with. And uh, in the, the world that I live in, you know, my circle, which is my little echo chamber, I mean, people are having conversations that they would have never had. Even uh, people in media that I know are having conversations and trying to, to, to make change and deal with the systemic racism that, are, that is built into a, a, a lot of our, to our societies, um, the, the societies that were, that were built from uh, Western Europe, you know, idealization. So... I don't know if idealization is a word, but you know what? We're going to go with that. <laughs> We're going to go with it today. We're going to go with it. Yeah, We're going to go with that. But um, no, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful and painful and and deep and torturous. And all of us are trying to hang on mentally. I mean, you know, there there, there hasn't been a period more important for self care because you know, we're all living alone mm-hmm. in these big cities with other people. You can't be with other people, and I know for me it was really, really hard, and uh, the breaking point has been reached many times lately for me, um, and uh, I know it's been... handling it? Yeah. How are the musicians over there? Because that's how musicians make bread and butter, by performing in front yeah. of groups of people. What are people yeah. doing there to, to sustain themselves? A lot of online streaming, like uh, like in like in the U.S., like in a lot of parts of the world, we still have the capacity of doing concerts here. Um, that started uh, in September. Don't know how long that's gonna last. Uh, but you know, there are a lot of a lot of the people I know have you know gone to alternative jobs. You know, some people are drivers. Some people are doing uh, telemarketing. You know, phone calls. Hey, whatever you can do to pay the bills, you know, being an artist is a vocation. It's a passion. It's a vocation. And yes, it is. And it is a full-time job and can be a full-time job that pays your bills. And I'm, I touch on wood that it is my case that that is happening to me. But um, 
a lot of artists are just out of work, out of luck, out of hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, but at the same time, finding incredible ways to, you know, be artistic about it, you know, and, and right. some are you know, some aren't. I have a, 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 a musical collaborator by the name of Angelo de Loretto who, who passed away at the age of 30 and uh, and he decided that he didn't want to stay on this earth any longer. You know, everybody is taking it the way that they can, but we do all need a lot, a lot more love, a lot more compassion and empathy to pull through. And I need for people to stop, you know, stop streaming, just buy. You know, oh, band, five. Band, yes. Yeah, Bandcamp Friday is coming up first Friday of every every month. You know, Bandcamp is a site where there's a lot of independent music artists on it, and they waive their fees. The money goes straight to the artist, or buy a record, or even share a song of an artist. You know, there there's so many ways you can help, and if you do have the means, donate to whatever artistic funds you can find because the the cultural scene of the world is is the one that's actually really, really in pain right now. And we bring a lot of money, but people don't want to, you know, they talk, talk about, about that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I want to thank you for coming on today. I, I wish you so much success. I mean, I don't, I don't even need to say that, really, because that seems like a given. Um, but, um, but thank you. Nothing is given. Nothing is given. Nothing is given. Okay, nothing is given. It, 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 let's, let's it, not it. I'll get in tomorrow. No, no one is promised tomorrow. Never know well, Always borrowed in the end. That's true. That's true. Well, thank mm-hmm. you anyway, and um, oh, good luck with so everything. Much, good luck and, to you. Um, fun hopefully, we'll meet one day, face to face. Maybe I'm, I'm across the pond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll be able to perform near you one of these years. That would be great. <laughs> well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I just was speaking with China Moses, um, jazz singer, rock singer, soul singer, everything singer. Um, producer, radio show host as well, um, and check her out. Please support her music, buy her music. Uh, as we were just speaking about, musicians need the support. Um, I'm going to be speaking with another musician, Lakeisha Benjamin, in a minute, but I'm going to end with... Oh, uh, that's over. my sister. That is yes, my sister. Yes, you guys did a song together. Yes, uh, yes. All right, I'm going to play your song, Hungover, to, to end the show. All right? All right. Love to everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. You see, we met that week. Yes, yes, we did. Thank you so much, Joy. It was something so explosive, something so amazing, something so intoxicating. I got pulled in, round and round the finger.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.